You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Long Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, I'm Diane and I'm the director at the Emerald Coast Science Center. And hi, I'm JC, and I'm the social media coordinator at the Science Center, and on today's episode of Cultivate Curiosity, we're celebrating two STEAM holidays, Fibonacci Day and Black Hole Friday. Fibonacci Day celebrates one of the most important mathematicians of the Middle Ages, Leonardo Bonacci, later known as Fibonacci, the son of Bonacci. He invented a sequence of numbers that shows up constantly in nature, physics, and design. Black Hole Friday is celebrated on Black Friday, when most people spend the day perusing shops and online stores trying to find the best deals, but it also is a perfect time to ponder a mystery of more galactic proportions, black holes. So Fibonacci Day is November the 23rd. So let's talk about Fibonacci and his mathematical discovery. Born to an Italian merchant, the young Leonardo traveled to North Africa with his father, where he was exposed to the Hindu-Arabic numeral system. The system, which includes zero and limits itself to 10 symbols, is a much more agile and flexible compared to the unwieldy Roman numeral system. In 1202, Fibonacci published Liber Abaci, introducing Europe to the Hindu-Arabic system and his now famous sequence. Starting with 1, 1, 2, 3, and 5, the Fibonacci sequence is created by adding up the two previous numbers to get the next one. Fibonacci's original example for a sequence pondered the population growth of rabbits. If starting with one pair and each month that pair bears a new pair, the number of rabbits will grow at a rate consistent with his pattern of numbers. The golden ratio, a proportion associated with the Fibonacci sequence and also frequently found in nature, is roughly 1 to 1.6. This ratio shows up in the branching pattern of trees, the distribution of seeds and berries, the spiral arms of galaxies, and many more natural and human-engineered things. The logarithmic spiral formed by the golden rectangle shows dramatically in the infinite spirals of seashells. Fibonacci Day celebrates this important mathematician and gives us an opportunity to marvel at the way math pervades everything around us. The Fibonacci sequence can be used to calculate the proportions of countless things on Earth and beyond, such as animals, plants, weather patterns, and even galaxies. You can celebrate Fibonacci Day in a few ways. First, learning the sequence. How far in the sequence can you remember? Each number is the sum of the two numbers before it. Try reciting the sequence and see how far you can get. Look for the golden ratio in nature or household items. The golden ratio shows up in nature, architecture, and design. Find some examples around your house or neighborhood. And lastly, make your own Fibonacci spiral. Try your own hand at drawing, sculpting, or baking the Fibonacci spiral into a design of your own. And here's a poem of Fibonacci by Brian Bilston titled Word Crunching. I wrote a poem on a page, but then each line grew by the word sum of the previous two until I started to worry at all these words coming with such frequency, because as you can see, it can be easy to run out of space when a poem gets all Fibonacci (laughs) sequency. Okay, so we're going to switch around and now talk about black holes in honor of Black Hole Friday. A black hole is an astronomical object with a gravitational pull so strong that nothing, not even light, can escape it. A black hole's surface, called its event horizon, defines the boundary where the velocity needed to escape exceeds the speed of light, which is the speed limit of the cosmos. Matter and radiation fall in, but they can't get out. 
There are two main classes of black holes that have been extensively observed. Stellar mass black holes with three to dozens of times the sun's mass are spread throughout the Milky Way galaxy, while supermassive monsters weighing 100,000 to billions of solar masses are found in the centers of most big galaxies, ours included. Astronomers had long suspected an in-between class called intermediate black holes, weighing 100 to more than 10,000 solar masses. While a handful of candidates have been identified with indirect evidence, the most convincing Convincing example to date came on May 21st, 2019, when the National Science Foundation's Laser Interferometer Gravital Wave Observatory, LIGO, located in Livingston, Louisiana, and Hanford, Washington, detected gravitational waves from a merger of two stellar mass black holes. The event resulted in a black hole weighing 142 suns. A stellar mass black hole forms when a star with more than 20 solar masses exhausts the nuclear fuel in its core and collapses under its own weight. The collapse triggers a supernova explosion that blows off the star's outer layers. But if the crushed core contains more than about three times the sun's mass, no known force can stop its collapse into a black hole. The origin of supermassive black holes is poorly understood, but we know they exist from the very earliest days of a galaxy's lifetime. Once born, black holes can grow by accumulating matter that falls into them, including gas stripped from neighboring stars and even other black holes. In 2019, astronomers using the Event Horizon Telescope, an international collaboration that networked eight ground-based radio telescopes into a single Earth-sized dish, captured an image of a black hole for the first time. It appears that a dark circle silhouetted by an orbiting disk of hot, glowing matter. A supermassive black hole is located at the heart of a galaxy called M87, located about 55 million light-years away and weighs more than 6 billion solar masses. Its event horizon expands so far it would encompass much of our solar system out to well beyond the planets. Katie Bowman, who we named one of our female crested geckos after, was a member of the Event Horizon Telescope team that captured the first image of a black hole. She's an American computer scientist working in the field of imaging, and her focus of research is on using emerging computational methods to push the boundaries of interdisciplinary imaging. And I just saw this picture of her. It's I think it's the same picture that we have on Katie and Catherine's habitat. And that picture of her looking at the computer screen with a black hole on it, that just to me is the epitome of absolute joy and wonder in a person's face. And if you haven't seen that picture, I highly recommend looking it up because it is just everything that I think that eureka moment in a science discovery should look like. Mm Another important discovery related to black holes came in 2015 when scientists first detected gravitational waves, ripples in the fabric of space-time, predicted a century earlier by Albert Einstein's general theory of relativity. LIGO detected the waves from an event called GW150914, where two orbiting black holes spiraled into each other and merged 1.3 billion years ago. Since then, LIGO and other facilities have observed numerous black hole mergers via the gravitational waves they produce. These are exciting new methods, but astronomers have been studying black holes through the various forms of light they emit for decades. Although light can't escape a black hole's event horizon, the enormous tidal forces in its vicinity cause nearby matter to heat up to millions of degrees and emit radio waves and x-rays. Some of the material orbiting even closer to the event horizon may be hurled out, forming jets of particles moving near the speed of light that emit radio, x-rays, and gamma rays. Jets from supermassive black holes can extend hundreds of thousands of light years into space. NASA's Hubble, Chandra, Swift, New Star, and NICER space telescopes, as well as other missions, continue to take the measure of black holes and their environment so we can learn more about these enigmatic objects and their role in the evolution of galaxies and the universe at large. You can celebrate Black Hole Friday by learning more about black holes, 
viewing photos from NASA of black holes, and even playing games related to black holes. We'll have photo galleries and a black hole game linked in our description of the podcast. So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.